Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Nick Cage Fight Podcast, where we have to struggle bus our way through. Uh, the second half of the film Outcast, and none of us are really super psyched about it. I don't have a joke for you. Uh, I just have myself, one of your hosts, Josh, joined as always by Rich and Ryan. How we feeling? Hungry eh. for opium. Yes, there. <laughs> the hunger is always there. Was he just eating the opium? I didn't see. Like, him we never saw the him op- consume any. He didn't have a. <laughs> weird fancy pipe of any yeah. sort like, he might have just been fucking eating I think he was just like a loaf of bread and... <laughs> <laughs> no one on set actually knew how to do opium i was gonna say yeah. can you do opium that way i need to know i'm gonna ask my good friend mr google <laughs> can you eat opium <laughs> that's exactly what i'm googling it's gonna be one of those uh, it... no 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 because you're, you're just gonna get some video of of a cop having a seizure on the ground for having touched opium, just yes. Mr. Beast went into the like course. a crazy smile <laughs> thumbnail going eight five hundred pounds of opium. You can <laughs> eat opium apparently. <laughs> well, I mean, of course you can, but does it do anything? Yes, <laughs> I can eat anything. I can eat this pack of mild sauce from Taco Bell. Yeah, it's funny that this movie was so opium-centric because right before I watched the movie, I watched the episode of Seinfeld where Elaine keeps uh, getting a positive fucking drug test because she ate too many poppy seed bagels. Oh, that's a good one, too. That is a good one, yeah. Is that a myth or is that like an actual thing? I've always heard it. I've never seen it demonstrated in real life. I think it's a myth. I need to to find out, but I'm pretty sure it's a myth. (laughs) It yes, it, I, I have looked it up. It is a myth. Okay. I was going to say, because if it can make you pop on a drug test, could theoretically you buy a bunch of poppy seed seasoning and consume enough of it to feel something? Anything? Oh, shit. Apparently, it is not a myth. In most cases, will not cause a positive doping test, but certain po- poppy seed food products can lead to, lead to a positive urine test for opiates. Huh. I think if you eat like a, a nice seared tuna steak that's been poppy seed uh, crusted, something like that, where you're eating a shit ton of poppy seeds at once is what it's saying. Like, is it the same way you can technically kill yourself with radiation poisoning from eating bananas, but it is in a quantity that a human being couldn't consume in that time frame? Yeah, I, from... or, or like the same way that you can you can technically overdose on water. You can absolutely overdose on water. You can eat enough apples to die of cyanide poisoning. 
it's apple seeds that have the it's sign apple seeds right? yeah hmm. yeah interesting i'm trying to think of other food-based things that'll kill you in a weird fashion protein poisoning if you consist entirely on a diet of rabbit meat it's too lean you will die apparently really? huh look it up look it up if, while we're calling out anecdotes instead of talking about the remainder of the shitty movie hey, either you guys fucking... know of a good butcher i can get rabbit at i want to make a rabbit stew you don't want to make coney stew Hell yeah. a little rabbit stew i don't but actually sorry if you uh, can find out if you know somebody that might know so here's the thing the street i grew up on the one that my dad still lives on there was a family and uh the dad raised rabbits for slaughter and it was horrifying for us kids who would play on the street because slaughtering rabbits they cry and yeah. scream like humans and that shit is Ooh, hate fucked that up. hate <laughs> that okay so yeah rabbits up. do that but hares have an even more terrifying, mind-numbing scream to them. Hares have seen some shit. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to get that noise out of my head. And also, the idea that there's got to be a better way to slaughter these rabbits without them seeing it coming. I don't know. Can you know still hear them, Josh? Can you hear the silence of the rabbits? <laughs> <laughs> it is a fucked up thing to hear when you're a kid. Yeah. So I'm just saying. <laughs> Did he do the thing where he holds him by the ear and he skins him in one full uh fell motion? We never we only ever heard. We okay. never fucking saw. And I didn't even get any good fucking rabbit stew out of the whole deal. Wow, bummer. <laughs> it was one I of the kids in the house we didn't stew. go over to play. Rabbit stew is so you know? good. But yeah, no, the whole protein poisoning thing when I saw um us, I uh it was one of those things where I try, I think I tried to get in an AMA or something like that. I thought there was a specific point uh, with like there just being those rabbits in cages down for like the others being a thing where it's like not sustainable for them to like eat and, uh, you know, culminating in them, you know, coming topside or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I never got that question answered. Uh, hey, hey, guys, real quick. We're like six minutes in and we have to talk about Outcast. No, we yeah, all right. So anyway. <laughs> The next day, uh, the prince asks if Jake will teach him how to fight. Okay? Are you happy now? No, I'm not. Are you fucking happy? I'm, no, I'm never happy. <laughs> so, Jake, um, all right, uh, fair enough. But look, the, the, it, this does matter, I guess, to a certain extent. Jacob acquiesces, and we get to see flashbacks of Ghislaine uh, teaching Jacob as a boy, which is weird because Ghislaine is like kitted out in like a coat and a hat and everything and uh little uh preteen Jacob is fucking shirtless <laughs> trying to learn how to shoot an arrow it seems irresponsible it looked very cold out but yeah, uh, especially if they're in Scotland which is what the uh, film seems to imply they're both from is Scotland cold yes huh yeah Islands, look at man. it look at look where that's at in the map England is cold it's north of England is northern england cold yes okay it's very chill. I, listen, chilly and wet do you know how they can, rarely they let me out of the state of new jersey look they consider 80 degrees sweltering hot in england if that gives you an idea of how i cold fucking it is consider yeah. 80 degrees sweltering hot if it is 80 degrees like, i am unhappy <laughs> <laughs> like look I, I'm, I'm just looking at a map right now all right would you consider the top of maine cold 
Yes. Okay. I kind of want to move there. The yeah. United Kingdom. I would also like southern... to accidentally hit uh, Stephen King with my car while he's walking his dogs. <laughs> yes. Yes. The the <laughs> southern tip of the United Kingdom is a good two hundred miles north of the highest point in Maine. Okay. All right. So cold. Yes, it's cold. It's yeah. cold, man. It's, it's cold in Scotland. <laughs> Again, I don't think you guys understand how very rarely I've been let out of New Jersey over the course of my my years. I mean, I ain't ever been earth. to Scotland either. I just know it's cold. So, uh, uh, we do get a bit of um, symmetry, I guess, in the teaching because we see <clears throat> Ghislaine correcting uh, young Jacob's arrow aim by standing oh i think right there's an anachronistic the phrasing in this i wanted to point out he says fire but fucking muskets haven't been invented yet so firing an arrow is not a thing you loose an arrow oh yeah that's they weren't thinking about that no um, they weren't at all <laughs> <laughs> so as they travel uh the princess mentions the white ghost uh who lives in the silver mountains with bandits who hate uh, big brother slash new king and this is the second time uh that they've name dropped the white ghost in the tavern towards the beginning when we first meet hayden christensen's character the tavern owner says i thought you might have been the white ghost yeah which is weird his, it is weird his impact it doesn't track that the tavern keeper would think that right yeah <laughs> at least as far as i can tell so anyway uh they come to a desert uh and a town the town of uh uh Jingzhou, um and try and find a way to you made in. that up no 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 i actually wrote that one <laughs> down i didn't write down the name of the fucking general's uh residence that they're trying to get to which does flash on screen like three times i don't know why i wrote down Jingzhou instead but that is this desert town because it's an inverted uh version of the name of a pretty okay chinese food restaurant near us oh which- maybe I won't, <laughs> I'm going to beep that. <laughs> I think I might have doxed this again. <laughs> Not again. Um, but, Funny I uh, doxed the kids. Yeah. But but Jacob gives the, the, the gold that the young royals paid to him to bribe their way into joining like a baggage train uh, that's entering the city. This ship, this part made no fucking sense. None whatsoever. At any point, and it made me very angry. So the train gets stopped by the Black Guard when they first get to the city, searching for the prince and princess. Uh, but the baggage train, the lady and the like the little uh what is it called? The thing they, they carry or Palanquin. Palanquin, exactly. Uh she bribes the guard, they're waved in. And so uh, they go to a tavern or wherever they have like like an inn or something where there's rooms um, and we get a scene that's explicitly like driving home the uh, Jacob and the princess maybe having a thing for each other and the prince and the young girl that they saved maybe having a thing for each other, you know, just just panning shots uh, between them eating at this tavern table, um, the lady that helps uh, get them in the city uh, convinces them to stay. Uh, and make use of the rooms that they've rented um, and then uh, gets Jacob drunk and gives him opium. And it's clear she's pulling some kind of con. Jacob, though, gets drunk and eats a bunch of opium. Uh, and uh, 
they it's like a superpower for him. Yeah, it so is. Yeah. Here, here's the fucking funny thing, right? Like he is just like drinking, and there's a bunch of women around him. And then he's like, "What did you give me?" Like he didn't just like he didn't know him opium yeah. and like a gallon of sake or something. Yeah, like on a PCP. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it's like, oh, you drugged me. It's like, no, we gave you drugs. <laughs> we gave you drugs that you took freely. It's so it's it's funny. I and my my favorite my favorite part of this too is after he says like, oh, you drugged me. He continues to eat and drink. I know, yeah. but like it's it, so it does, good. It does make me sad that I'm at a point in my life where I don't regularly associate with drug dealers because it would have been really fucking funny to go over to somebody's house, get really high, and be like, wait a minute, what did you slip me? It's like you bought it. You just bought it and did it here. What are you fucking <laughs> talking about? It's like you fucking drugged me. <laughs> it probably ruined the relationship really with that particular drug dealer, but it yeah. would be fucking it would funny. Be really funny. <laughs> You gotta ask One time him to download joke. you a hoagie off the internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's one of those you can use once jokes because that person is not gonna sell you drugs again. <laughs> no, that is a you are moving out of state and you want a story to tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh Jacob realizes too late because he's a fucking idiot that something's going on here. Uh, more black guard ride into the city and Jacob wakes up tied up. Uh, despite that, he fights off the one guy they left guarding him and he gets his sword back. He fights off some more guards and we do get to the most reminiscent of another movie that we have covered. Uh, uh, Wicker Man. <laughs> do you guys, do you guys I remember miss, this? Scene? I miss Wicker Man. <laughs> Well, this is this is a little bit of a, a callback, I guess, yeah, to Wicker yeah. Man, because he fights some more guards and he comes up across the lady who like let him in the baggage train and then subsequently drugged him. And she was like, no, they're looking for the kids, not you. We make so much fucking money. And he just decks her, just fucking jaws her out of <laughs> yeah, nowhere. <laughs> and now listen, you know, violence against women is not particularly funny. But in this particular scenario, this lady's plan makes no fucking sense. She could have just given them up at the gate. All of them would have been the black guard was all there. What fucking sense does it make to bring them in, tie up the one dude, you know, and then call in the black guard to storm a tavern to try and like wrangle these children? Does that make any sense to either of you? No, I mean, it makes sense insofar as the screenwriter probably saw a movie where something like this happened, but didn't understand why it happened in the order that it did happen. Maybe. Okay. I'm hard pressed to think of a scenario where it fucking makes sense. But anyway, so, uh, you know, Jacob gets the kids and is like, get out of the city, go steal a boat, ride up the river. He he implies at this point, not implies, I think he more directly states it is like I was taking you guys towards the bandits anyway. He has his reasons for this, but he's like, go up, take the boat up to where the bandits are, uh, which the kids sort of go with. I think that's the entire point of the princess mentioning uh, the white ghost and his bandits that hate the uh, big bro in the first place to make mm-hmm. this not seem like an insane instruction to give two children. Uh, yeah, and then Jacob I- does. I think we can just continue to dig in on this screenwriter because it really seems like 
that dude read uh, Saving the Cat, that famous book on screenwriting, and he read the chapter on planting and payoff and didn't realize you're supposed to plant something way further back for a payoff that's a little further up. And he's he's like not smart enough to understand what that concept in filmmaking actually means. I honestly, I think the planting was like, oh shit, I got to this later part in the screenplay and now I got to go in and insert a line of dialogue or two. To make it so make sense. doesn't yeah. seem yeah. fucking ridiculous. So Jacob sends the kids off and then makes another decision that I don't understand to stay back in town and fucking what kill every black guard that's going to chase them that's not how this plays out um i don't even yeah know i don't know what the what plan he was, was here I mean, if this was like a traditional hong kong action movie it would make sense because he would be able to take down the entire outpost but it doesn't make any fucking sense because he's kind of like not that great at most things like even in the big climactic uh sword fight scene the only reason he gets up on the dude is because somebody gets fucking distracted. Like, we don't even establish Jacob's character as a great fighter. Like, a pretty good shot with a bow, but he's not a great fighter. He's a good fighter. He's We've a good fighter, yeah. He's a good fighter. He's done some pretty bonkers shit. Yeah. But, yeah, his, his dumb dumb shit plan does seem uh, to go... Uh, be to go and fight all of the black guard in this city to buy the kids some time yeah um and you know what fuck it uh ad break let's 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 do a quick ad pivot yeah fuck it ad break give us a dollar yeah or don't and listen to these ads i don't know man i'm not patreon.com slash nick cage fight give us some money there you go if you want if if you want (laughs) if you even if you don't want give me your money this is a shakedown or else <laughs> and up bitch it's christmas there you go that is true it is christmas it is christmas. season of giving to and, us yeah from and now we're giving you these ads with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky <gasps> No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. So, <laughs> Jacob does start his he puts into to uh motion his plan to fight every black guard in the city. He he takes out some, but he gets beaten down, he gets threatened. And this is another part that I found really funny because he's like being restrained. Like it looks like the fight is over, but then he just flexes and busts out of it <laughs> and <Yeah>. fights more. <laughs> just the absurdity of that uh is kind of funny. Um, and so he fights off and he, ki- he kills about two dozen guys single handedly. 
but so yeah in in my notes uh I, I specifically put here look the fight scenes aren't half bad but the setup for this one could not have been dumber yeah um, which is a shame there is a uh, some decent stunts in this portion of the film. Uh, there's some fun camera work with the throwing of the sword. They love that camera angle where like the sword slams down point first in the ground right in front of the camera. Yeah, uh, I did yeah. dig those. That was cool. Yeah, like some of the stuff, it definitely feels like the people involved in the technical aspects of this movie know, know how to make a movie. This looks like a real movie as compared to jujitsu, which does not look like a real movie. <laughs> I will not a... stand for this jujitsu slander. <laughs> Are you telling me that jujitsu looks like a real movie? It looks like <laughs> no. a YouTube movie. <laughs> no, it doesn't, but I will not okay. stand for this slander. The, the Outcast looks like a real movie. Jujitsu does not. That is the main difference between those two films. <laughs> as i make air quotes <laughs> i agree with ryan on this one jujitsu looked like a youtube movie uh like that uh fan spider-man film those racist guys made yeah um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but a- a- anyway jacob fights his way clear of the city and goes to meet up with the kids who are being rapidly pursued in boats filled with a black guard that are rowing and shooting arrows at them loosing arrows at them but they uh they 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 managed uh to uh land their boats just ahead of the black guard uh as jacob is rowing a boat to catch up to all of them he's just one dude and all of these other boats have multiple people in them so uh yeah but he's he's a buff buff boy he can row he's a buff boy but he's not goosed (laughs) he's not goosed at all he's not he's not it, it, he's he's not either. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's greasy bum boys. Yeah. Uh, um, so the kids flee into the woods. And this scene I actually really liked. I'm not going to lie. The kids are running through the woods. The black guard are chasing them. And then the, so- the pursuing soldiers start getting picked off by like a number of of fun and creative ways to do this the 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 shots were entertaining like some of them get peppered with arrows uh another one the one i really liked was like uh, a a noose is dropped down in front of him and he runs into it and the guy holding the end is like on a tree branch and he jumps down hauling the other dude up and then he gets peppered with arrows that was a cool kill (laughs) Uh yeah, shit like that is happening. It was like the guards are running, like some dude just dives off of a hill and like snags them into the brush. Uh, it's neat. It was a it was a decent scene. The uh the kids uh, eventually find themselves surrounded by bandits, uh, as all of the uh black guard are dealt with. Jacob makes it to the shore, but uh, succumbing either to his wounds or his wicked hangover, he collapses. Uh, and he wakes up and his wounds are being cleaned and he's being stitched up. And he has an IV in him just to take care of that hangover. <laughs> um, n- now we get to one of the most insane reintroductions of a character I have ever seen in a film. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. There is a shadowy figure holding like with like snakes wrapped around their arms because you get a bunch of like snake rattles. As opposed to hisses, which is a weird choice because rattlesnakes aren't those like 
an American Midwest thing? I don't know enough about snakes to make a just like a solid comment on this, but I'll find out. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I I think a, they're indigenous to America. Herpetologist. What's what's the snake scientist name? I think you got it in one. Hey, look at that. <laughs> but yeah, so. And again, because I'm deaf as shit, I always have subtitles on, and it is specifically rattles that are being heard as opposed to just hissing. Again, interesting choice. Why, yes, all rattlesnakes are uh, native to the Americas. Look at that. My stupid, (laughs) stupid knowledge of anecdotes sometimes pays off. (laughs) And so, sure enough, the snake guy, it's it's cage it's galane with snakes still talking in his ridiculous accent again snakes on his hands that he like holds up to jacob's face uh he does not seem happy to see jacob at all um it looks like galane lost an eye in the course of becoming the white ghost but the makeup department did not put a lot of work into this cage basically just has his eyes shut also, it looks like Ghislaine married someone up here. So good for him. He found love, uh, but not a workable accent. <laughs> you figure he would like like the, the regional dialect would have had some impact on his speech patterns, maybe over the course of a couple years. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the next day, uh, the princess tries to talk to Ghislaine, talk up what Jacob has been doing for them, tries to get him to get over uh, his hating the shit out of Jacob thing, but it's not particularly clear whether or not this is effective. Then we get we get the, the super horny shot of the new king. He is training in the uh, courtyard, shirtless, with two swords. He's a dual wield uh, character. And uh, he's he's approached by, I think it was the lieutenant uh, from the uh, initial throne room scene. Uh, and he's told there's news. And he's like, all right, let's get the horses going. We're not informed what the news is, but he's setting out personally at this point. Uh, the princess checks in on Jacob as he's recovering from his wounds. Um, Jacob insists on going and seeing Ghislaine right then and there. Uh, so the princess helps him. Ghislaine is getting drunk. And again, I cannot stress this enough. Cage is playing this as insane as humanly possible. Uh, Not sure if it's the right move for this particular character, but who am I to criticize uh, the man himself? So um, Jacob explains, oh, by the way, the reason why you fucking hate me because you thought I killed those women and children when we stormed that castle two years ago. Fun fact, I didn't. The women killed the kids and then themselves. So classic misunderstanding. However, uh, (laughs) I mean, I still think that technically he's the proximate cause of those people's deaths. But like, yeah, it wasn't his hand. Well, Ghislaine and Jacob would both agree with you, because at the end of this, this uh, reminiscing, uh, they do both agree. It's their fault that that shit happened in the first place. So spot on. We learn that since he uh, uh, left the, the Crusades, uh, Ghislaine, uh tried his hand at being a merchant, uh, but the Blackguard just robbed him, put out one of his eyes, and then cut out his wife's tongue, who before this supposedly had a beautiful singing voice. 
they missed an opportunity for some slapstick with a uh, flashback to her singing and it just being like horribly off key. Yeah. That been fun. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's more of like maybe a jujitsu move. <laughs> that's it's more of a jujitsu move. Or like, uh, like if this movie starred Chris Farley in the nineties and it was like the same plot. That would have been a so much better. Movie. That would have been a better movie. Yeah. If they just did fucking almost heroes, but it's about the crusades. Like keep the oh that would been good sick. fight choreography and shit, but just make it a comedy. Yeah, <laughs> like Kung Fu Hustle or something like that. That would be oh. that would be solid. Oh man, now I gotta watch Kung Fu Hustle. I know. We all somebody, men- does. somebody mentions Kung Fu Hustle. I gotta watch Kung Fu Hustle. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> Jacob does his best to talk Elaine around to the cause of the young prince. Uh, he does appear to be moderately successful, but it's kind of hard to tell with Cage playing this dude way over the top. However, this is cleared up in the very next scene. Uh, the black guards are closing in on the white ghost hideout, and he uh, gets his bandits ready for this fight. As uh, the, like they're like making bombs and shit, uh, the white ghost is giving instructions like no more than four bombs to a satchel. That's really the only thing he says <laughs> in the preparation here uh, just stuck out in my mind. Um, but the, the black guard are ascending this uh, silver mountain uh, and uh, Ghislaine. Colloidal silver people. mountain. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, uh, Ghislaine and his bandit, bandit henchmen are on the path and they light these like little uh, uh, bundles of tinder and whatnot to smoke up the air. Um, the black guard continues to advance and then they're ambushed for, uh, with uh, arrow fire. Uh, the bandits pop up, take some pot shots. Uh, some of them get shot in return. When the black guard tries to retreat a bit to get out of the obscuring smoke, uh, it looks like they planted some bombs in those piles of tinder, which go off at exactly the right time, uh, blowing up a fair number of the black guard. Uh, and then <laughs> then the bandits pop up again. Javelin attack. More guards and bandits die. Uh, there's one band I got to call out because, again, the fight scenes are, are the best parts of this movie. Is there's the big guy? One... No, the, the, woman bandit, the woman bandit. Okay, yeah, with yeah, the woman yeah, uh, yeah. The daggers. Uh, the black guard have this big, like, captain dude with a mace, um, which is, I think that's Simon Chin's character. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Um, but yeah, but the bandits have this like squirrel. It, honestly, it reminded me of um, Gangs of New York. Remember the one uh, dead rabbits lady with the the uh, Catwoman claws? Yes, yes, I do. They, like bite off ears and shit like that. It was like the same sort of like background character where you don't get a name, you don't get personality, but her fighting style is particularly unique, and she mm-hmm. does some good murdering. But uh. Yeah, the, the 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 bandits are getting kind of fucked up. Um, Jacob, Ghislaine, Ghislaine's wife uh, enter melee combat at this point. Everybody's uh, given uh, you know some solid blows to the enemy. Uh, the prince even shows up and shoots some arrows, despite Jacob warning him to stay in the caves. Unfortunately, uh, the white ghost forces take too many uh, casualties and have to retreat back to the cave for their final stand. They take up positions inside the cave and the black guard advances and we get a full on bloodborne trap. 
uh, where they trigger a spiked log to come swinging down and murder like four of them in one go. I did uh, like that. I, I did like the uh, the spike log trap. Yeah, I've I've fallen victim to that a number of times in my Bloodborne run. I can see in my mind's eye exactly where those are in mm -hmm. that uh, the Snake Village. Yep, yep, indeed. <laughs> so yeah, so that was fun. Uh, nice fun trap there. Um, Jacob goes toe to toe uh, with the big black guard with the mace. Uh, Galen's white throws a bunch of bombs to fuck up the remaining charging black guard. Uh, Galen yells for her to run. Uh, but he is in the middle of a fight himself and his wife runs forward to pull him away from the resulting blast of the bombs. However, uh, the bombs go off and uh, uh, mortally wound Ghislaine's wife, but not Ghislaine. How he survives and she dies, I'm not particularly sure. Plot armor. Um, but uh, it's it just it reminded me. Did you guys ever watch Brass Eye? Uh, yeah. I did not. Neither yeah. of you? No. Mm -mm. Don't you even know what saw... it is. All right. It's a British like sketch comedy thing. The one they're most famous for was their like uh uh like a MSNBC style like special on uh finding uh pedophiles. Oh, this is like the uh -huh. British The Onion TV. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I might have at some point. I don't recall though. So Galen's wife getting blown up, it reminds me of like is like it's like in a radical new program, uh, they put a pedophile on a rocket and shot him into space mm -hmm. so he could be nowhere near children. Unfortunately, before the launching of the rocket, an eight-year-old boy snuck on, on onto the Jesus. rocket and was launched into space with him. When reached for, quote, the space station employee says, this is the one thing we didn't want to happen. <laughs> 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 anyway. That's what ran through my mind when I saw Golan's wife die in the bomb blast. Um, <laughs> he obviously takes it really hard. <laughs> uh, Golan tells Jacob to go get the kids out of there. And uh, Golan, after screaming uh, a lot about his wife dying, goes out to face down the remaining black guard. There's a good unhinged Nick Cage scene where he's like, you want my blood? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, and there is a ton of Blackguard out there. So Ghislaine gets to killing. Uh, the Blackguard are falling victim to a classic blunder. Uh, they're coming at him in one land war in China. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, can't no. They have overwhelming numbers and ranged weapons. And yet, ones and twos and threes of their guys go out and get cut down by Ghislaine. Unfortunately, uh, Glenn takes some nicks in the fight, and I will say it's a pretty heroic suicidal last stand. Uh, he gets cut to ribbons before being stabbed with multiple spears directly in front of Big Bro himself. Uh, we get a flashback of him, uh, think you know, with his wife. So his his dying thoughts are of his wife. My dying thoughts. None of you guys giving us uh enough dollars so that we could skip ad reads. Or force me to play Jaforce. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. only you gave us more dollars. We might it have survived. It will haunt me till my dying day. And I'd prefer to think of my wife, who hopefully does not pass in a bomb explosion of her own making. But, you know, we're not there yet, folks. So here's uh, some ads. Didn't you enjoy those ads? 
If you didn't, go to patreon.com slash Nick Cage fight and give us a dollar. Uh, we can remove those pesky ads for you. Uh, it's like the Noid, like how the Noid is just trying. Well, we made a Noid joke before, right? We've made several. There's several Noid jokes. Big fans of the Noid. Yeah, on I this love podcast, the Noid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love a little guy wearing a onesie that just creates potholes so your pizza gets there slower. Yeah, this is like the Noid, but for ads. You give the Noid a dollar, he steals the ads. God, this makes me want to download an emulator and play the Noid game. Yeah, because it's good. Is, no, it's not, but yeah, it, is it is fun. It's just a shitty platformer, but I want. Yeah. I want. But man, <laughs> if we're talking like food sponsored platformers. Oh, it's the, the, the seven up one. It's cool spot. You're right. It is yeah. cool spot. Cool spot. Pretty solid. Wasn't there a Chester Cheetos one? Well, there was, yeah. Well, I mean, Chex Quest was just a Doom that was a Doom, buy, Doom so. wad, yeah. But it's yeah. still a totally dope Doom wad. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Chex Quest was fucking awesome. I will not hear any uh, Chex Quest slander. On no this. slander gotta... here. No. I mean, I'll slander Chex because it's a garbage cereal. I will not it slander Chex It is a Chex garbage Quest. cereal. But yeah, no, the like, best when, when, cereal-based video game. Absolutely. <laughs> in, a, in a world where life cereal exists, we do not need checks. Yes. Fair. Although, now you got me thinking about food-based video games. Fair. And if we're going to talk about absurd sponsor, sponsorships in video games, we're going to talk about Pepsi, about Man. Super, Pepsi Man. Yeah, that's Pepsi what Man. I was thinking. Super Monkey Ball. Oh, yeah. Dole banana. Dole banana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. I was also thinking Super Pepsi Man, though. It's a Pepsi Man. There you go. It's just Temple Run before Temple Run. God, they were only like 10 years behind. They could have been billionaires. Pepsi Those fucking is already FMV cutscenes in between the Temple Run episode. Uh, fucking Pepsi Man. The Pepsi Man. Yeah, uh, in between the Pepsi Man uh, levels were insane. Because it's just a dude drinking Pepsi on a like fucking a grandpa assed chair yelling at the screen being like yeah go pepsi man <laughs> <laughs> oh shit maybe that's another uh patreon call we can put we're gonna have to play all, a whole bunch of corporate sponsored ad placements disguised as video games yes. oh, so, we're, so we're just gonna plagiarize at the angry video game nerd oh we can we could be famous on the next h bomber guy video <laughs> Wait, is that what I don't I'm not familiar with the angry video game nerd. Does he just do No, he he has he's like, a, he's a, he's he's angry and he's a video game nerd. He he did talk about a lot of those sponsored video games though. Yeah. Uh, hey, do you want to know uh so uh my other great idea with the Nick Cage podcast that uh, apparently a bunch of people had that great idea? My other absurd idea after looking into how many games they made from this particular film franchise uh, was going to be a Twitch channel called Shrek Yourself Before You Wreck Yourself. You, we have talked about this. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, anyway, so. <laughs> so Yo, did uh, you know that Taco Bell made a first person shooter, too? What? What? What's it called? The Tasty Temple Challenge. Are you the Chihuahua? No. Oh, damn. You just I'm not interested then. No. Did Quiznos ever make a game with those weird hamster monsters? Oh, God, I those, hope so. I think those things were technically called sponge monkeys. 
they it, were like yeah didn't they just come back this isn't quiznos coming back so the sponge monkeys I are back quiznos went out of business so did i no no no. i swear to god hang on i think quiznos is back because i remember seeing a video with the sponge monkeys because you know those quiznos, were the... <laughs> if you're coming back and you're listening to this million dollar idea but you got to cut us in on it sponge monkeys game but it's parappa the rapper oh uh-huh uh-huh a hundred percent rhythm man. game yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you're yeah. With Qu- Quiznos is coming back and they are um okay. So I-, I remember this now is they had folded all of their um restaurants and they restructured because they were a corporate fran they were a corporate uh structure and they went to a franchise structure. But a part of it is that they brought back the the sponge monkeys. And wasn't that like a contest? Some somebody won. It was like make a commercial. Yes, and that's what won. Also, you're telling me all of those fucking Quiznos that used to be around were all corporate owned. They weren't fucking franchising. Before? Correct. Correct. What the fuck? That makes no sense. Good grief. Oh, uh, I think I'm. Did they make a Quiznos video game? Oh no, no. Quiznos gave you a demo disc for PC games back in the day. Okay. All right. I, I thought I was on to something here. All right. So this is this is also another fucking failure of writing. So Ghislaine is dead. Jacob yeah. was sent to collect the kids and make their escape. He's never going to eat Quiznos again. Apparently, there's only one exit to this fucking cave. If there's more than one exit, Ghislaine did not share that with Jacob. Because Jacob, right after Ghislaine's death, comes out of the front of the cave with the fucking kids directly into the crowd of remaining blackguard and big bro you guys have any thoughts on this because i was infuriated by this i mean yeah it's stupid (laughs) yeah it is incredibly stupid stupid. no i checked out at this point stupid were they trying to do like a fucking stand at thermopylae kind of deal here i i don't know so jacob sees the dead galane and tells Big Bro that the world would be better without men like them. Talking about men who make war as opposed to uh, men who make peace, I guess. Lil Bro uh, charges at the king and gets full on kicked in the chest. That's kind of funny. That is yeah, um, pretty funny. Jacob is held at sword point and Big Bro challenges Jacob to single combat. It looks like uh, Big Bro is dual wielding, as we saw before in the shirtless scene. Yeah, he uh, wanted we'll- the talent tree. We'll give it up. We'll give it up to the uh, the actor who played this. He's fucking shredded like cheese. I can see why they gave him a shirtless scene. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, they were like, this, listen, we got to get this guy shirtless. This is the dude that was in that, that Black Mask sequel who is, uh, yeah, he's, he's shredded. He's uh, lettuce like, shredded. Jesus on a cross shredded, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jacob is uh, getting schooled a bit. Uh, he takes... Numerous little cuts and hits before finally putting the king back on his heels. Unfortunately, as soon as the tide of the fight changes, uh, he gets peppered with a few arrows uh, from the surrounding uh, observing black guard. The lieutenant, who looked like he was going to stand up to Big Bro in the beginning of the film, uh, is uh, just calls out, uh, you know, whoever fires another arrow, uh, I'm going to kill. Yeah, he basically had the uh, let them fight moment. He did. Yeah, well, yeah. It's because he's the guy who knew without a doubt that the king was definitely killed by Shang, not uh, the kid. 
Yeah, him and like 50 other guys. Yeah, him and 50 yeah. other guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, while this distraction occurs, because obviously Big Bro is is uh perturbed uh by this declaration, the princess uh draws the dagger uh that uh, uh Big Bro used to kill the king off of uh his own belt uh and goes to stab him and Big bro stabs her first, like almost reflexively. Like you see a moment of oopsie from him. Yeah. yeah. Jacob uh, uses this uh, moment of hesitation uh, to scoop up the dagger uh, and land a full combo on big bro, uh, killing him. Uh, Jacob collapses uh, next to the princess. Uh, They clasp hands as they both lay dying. It appears um, the remaining black guard all take a knee to uh, little bro king in waiting. And then we cut to uh, the general's residence, the location that they had been trying to get to throughout the course of the movie. Uh, three days later, a rider approaches with a dispatch. Uh, the generals crack it open and they learn uh, that big bro Jing is dead. Uh, the princess is wounded and the prince uh, is on his way to this location. We cut to uh, a spot away from this place and learn that Jacob and the princess survived. They look fine. They look like they're absolutely fine. This is an ops opposite of the oh, yeah, they situation. Up, they gave him a shit ton of opium. Yeah. Uh, opposite of the 211 situation where you're yeah. like, that's a minor wound. And then they cut back to him and you're like, Jesus Christ. Read <laughs> um, this man his last rights. Yeah. Um, they're paying respects at, uh, Ghislaine and his wife's, uh, grave carns, the stacks of stones. Basically, Jacob's like, princess, you're cool and all, but death follows me. And I've got so much more opium to eat. So y'all go about your way. Uh, so the prince and princess leave, uh, Jacob and he's going to eat so much opium. The East India trading company can't even get a foothold in India. (laughs) So uh, the new king arrives at the general's residence and everyone bows. The princess looks back and then we cut to Jacob riding off from the gravesite and then credits roll. And this horrible nightmare is over. That certainly was a movie. It was a bummer. This the the yeah. it was a bummer because with different writing, it could have been pretty good. Yeah, it could have been. It could have been a season of The Witch. Uh, the fight scenes were good. They were well choreographed. They weren't blow your tits off, uh, but entirely competent. You got Hayden Christensen, who, look, you swap out a lightsaber for a crusader sword, and it still looks like a good fight scene. Yeah, he like has I- a niche. Like, he has a niche that he is good at. And I'm happy for him for that, personally. Like I said, you 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 tighten up the writing. You let Hayden Christensen pop off a bit. Uh, more especially with the sword fighting stuff give them some extended sequences instead of one man versus an army dynasty warriors bullshit um you know i mentioned in the 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 first episode of this um episode three has my favorite lightsaber fight in the entire star wars franchise and uh it's because of hayden christensen and ewan mcgregor just going fucking ham with laser swords um yeah Across an absolutely absurd landscape, but 
every element of that was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, so with a couple of minor tweaks, this could have been perfectly fine. Uh, yeah, all the technical stuff was like spot on. It looked like a real movie. There were interesting scene transitions. We had that one shot from inside of the water basin that was really cool. It's a lot of missed opportunities here. Yeah. It was. And a lot of it, I chalk up to writing. Now, I don't know how much influence the director had in this. Maybe there was some stuff that fucked with the writing that was attempted. I don't know. I don't think any of the writing was strong enough to assume that this was the director's fault for fucking it up. I agree. Um, but either way, there just wasn't enough additional competently done stuff to make it worth watching even just for the fight scenes it's a bummer uh also uh kind of a cop out uh with uh the thing galene was pissed about jacob uh about not actually being what happened like yes it was atrocity by proxy if you ignore all of the other atrocities associated with uh the crusades yeah like have some balls with it make him actually a tortured soul because of the bullshit he did directly don't let him cop out uh you know from uh the really gruesome women and children stuff despite the fact that galane called it like the women and children weren't safe because the crusaders kind of psycho fucking paths you know what i mean yeah, yeah. correct um I don't and understand. Yeah, they I don't understand letting Jacob's character off the hook, especially with how fucking tortured and broken he was supposed to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Make him wear that mantle. Maybe let him die at the end and 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 get an actual redemption arc going. You know what I mean? That would have been more interesting. Yeah. It would have. Uh, again, even without anything else, sort of like sprucing up the narrative, just that, just those two elements. Uh, would have made for a more compelling film. Yeah, definitely not my favorite. Definitely no. towards the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, yeah. There's some redeeming qualities, but it's just a, a, a bottom fourth. Waste. It's a bottom that, fourth, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and these are the kinds that stick out and bother me more than like the out and out like trash is when it's a missed opportunity. You could have done something to make this interesting uh, to a level that you just tossed away. It's just a a damn waste. Yeah, this is uh, among the worst for me because it was boring. And for me, there is nothing worse than a boring movie. I'd rather be angry about a movie than bored. Right, so I'm I'm just going to throw some movies out there and I want to see what you would rather watch. Would you rather watch this or Grand Isle? I'd rather watch Grand Isle because at least I was pissed off at that and that had some like interesting weird shit going on in it. I would rather watch Grand Isle because I did. Also, was... Kelsey Grammer had a really bad accent in that. <laughs> also, I wasn't sure exactly what was going on in Grand Isle. So at <laughs> least I was intrigued at certain points. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I wasn't sure if it was ghosts or what was going on. You know what I mean? All right. Would you rather watch this or pay the ghost? Oof. Oh, that's this. hard. I, oh man, that's actually hard. This this has at least I got more, fight scenes. Yeah, this has some fight scenes. It has some slightly more unhinged energy. Pay the ghost was just boring. All right, so I have a couple. I have at least two more. I want to ask okay, you about right. this or Sunny. 
I'd watch Sunny again. I'd watch no. Sunny again. <laughs> yeah, no, I think like if I watched Sunny a couple of more times, I might come around on that one as like a misunderstood masterpiece. <laughs> I All would right. never go that far. No, I, I don't think I could either, actually. But but I, there's I, a couple of absolutely bonkers scene in that, which is just funny, like a like a disgusted looking James Franco banging an old lady. Yeah, uh, yeah. punching and her ass, the roof acid of the only and as a cop banging an old lady as a cop, and she asks him to use the nightstick. That's not even the one I was talking about. I was talking about the like uh the 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 one lady who recognizes him when he's oh yeah 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 no I'm talking about her friend. But there's also yeah. a James Franco going ape shit because the girl has a scratchy throat and has a little cough syrup. Yeah, that's the that's the best. Part. Oh my god, yeah, that one too. And I think I said it, it reminded me of the, of the movie the uh the other guys when he breaks into the not breaks him when he goes to the dance studio. Yes, yeah. and he's like, is this your is this your is this your boyfriend drug dealer? He's a professional dancer. He's not a drug dealer. <laughs> is this how you get by slinging crack? Um, okay, uh-huh. this this is my last one. This or USS Indianapolis. Indianapolis <laughs> all day, every day. Yeah. Size more, size not more. size less. Okay. I was just curious. Him Look, cradling wait, his out fucking of those severed two limb. movies, which one had more sharks? <laughs> yeah no this was this was just a fucking shame you put it up against the other crusader movie we watched way better a hundred percent more pearlman than the other one absolutely the other one was like a pretty passable buddy cop movie that ruled yeah it was it was it was good Ooh, this or world trade center i haven't seen world trade centers oh wait yes i have it's just so fucking forgettable this it's this i want this this because it's shorter yeah no i fucking legitimately forgot we did world trade center like two months ago yeah we did it on 9 11 bro yeah yeah Yeah, that's how forgettable that fucking movie was but then i remembered where the buildings go (laughs) i will never forget where the buildings go (laughs) buildings go boom Yeah, no, that that this this was rough. And like I said, more of a shame than some of the other rough ones because it actually had potential. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. <laughs> All right, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, look, it's in the can now. Another one down. We don't have to revisit Outcast, but we do have some more films to get through. So I'm kind of curious what fresh hell awaits us now. So I'm actually going to give you guys a choice. Do you want to watch something that we know is going to suck? Because this movie was bad. It was so bad. It is making me rethink what we're watching next. So do you want to watch something that we know is going to be awful? Or do we want to watch something that we know is going to be good? I'd like a good to wash the taste out of my mouth, but also I'm intrigued by the level of nihilism we could all get yeah. if we have to watch another dog shit one. So why don't you flip a coin? <laughs> yeah, I'd love a coin up, flip or roll a die. A, yeah, I, I have a random number generator. Odds. All right. Hang on. I have a random number generator as soon as I can fucking find it. There it is. All right. So... 
It's just going to be one and two. So he, here, oh, you can't even see that. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I can. I see a zero. All right. So one bad, two good. Yes. There you go. I'm I'm in. Too good. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, now good. we have one more coin flip I want to do. All right. One is a one is going to be a really good movie. Two is going to be a great movie. Okay. All right. Okay. Do it up. Make it so. Two is a great movie. Okay. What's well, a great movie? We're gonna watch Leave in Las Vegas, motherfuckers. Oh shit! Oh, Time to get shit. really depressed. Fucking Elizabeth Shue is here. <laughs> Oscar time. Ooh, baby. Oh, we're going Oscar Cage, baby. We are going to watch Alcoholic and Prostitute as it's known in Japan. You know what? You know what? <laughs> you know what? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I think that Leaving Las Vegas deserves a bit more pomp, a bit more circle, you know, a bit more everything. Well, you got one of those little uh, confetti pull poppers? No, what I got, I'm going to get some. Okay. So I'm going to push that off a little bit because I'm going to put on another movie that I know that we are going to fucking love. Oh, the coin flips for! <laughs> I know, I know, I'm sorry. But we're going to watch Lord of War. Okay, okay. That movie I know I like. And we're going to watch Leaving Las Vegas soon, listener. Very soon. Um, I feel like it needs to be a bit more, you know, pomp and circumstance. A little bit, a little bit more. That's fair. That's we need fair. a... We need a Randy Macho Man Savage type opening to it. Right. He he came out to the song. To you okay. wrestling nerds. All right. So Lord don't know Lord why. Don't know why bad. he did that. I'm um, excited. Yeah. So, you know, we, we also have uh, a few other things we have in the pipeline. Uh, for Patreon people, we are going to watch Exorcism at 60,000 feet. If you all don't I remember. I forgot about that. I have not. <laughs> I, have, I have been waiting for that. Oh, we're shit. we're gonna watch some. What would you do? The the most fucked up ones only. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, did I tell y'all that we watched a show at my siblings' Thanksgiving? I I can't remember what it was called. It it was a show where they gave somebody a polygraph test, and they asked them like super fucked up questions, like Have the you ever cheated? No, 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 no. It was a game show. You could win money. Oh, and, you were talking about this. But, yeah. but like they were asking questions like, have you ever cheated on your husband? Your ex-boyfriend, would you have rather married him? And they just ask the most fucked up shit. And that's something we have to watch. I have to remember what it's called, though. Okay, I'm looking at the uh, cast list for Lord of War and Mikhail Gorbachev is credited. Wait, Wait, really? What? what? Yeah, it's archival footage. But he oh, is, okay, I was going to say, I was, I, was, I was about to say, it has to be archival footage. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that's interesting. <laughs> you got to put that in housekeeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mikhail Gorbachev, as you know, from... is from the fall of communism. Yeah. <laughs> from the tear down this wall. <laughs> from having that weird blotch on his forehead. <laughs> Wait, wait, didn't he do a Pizza Hut commercial? Yeah, he sure I'm did. I'm not even fucking yeah, he joking. Did. He did. I'm pretty okay. sure he did. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm not pretty sure. I am 1,000% no. positive. Okay. Cool. I'm, I'm going to link it right now, actually. <laughs> Please do. That is, that is up there in, like, weird commercials right next to the Johnny Sack in that, like, Hillary Clinton commercial. 
uh with like the end of the soprano do you guys remember what the fuck i'm talking about no here? i don't oh i've got I've, i'm sorry i've got to fucking look it up <laughs> <laughs> well here's the mikhail gorbachev one goody uh-oh i think my internet just shit itself oh well, no i can still see and hear you yeah okay so... all right okay when i kick click that link it kind of like it did a little uh, jumpy jumpy and nothing is happening other than zoom. So weird. Yeah. Weird. Was Johnny sack in this? I'm pretty sure he was in this commercial. Yep. 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 This is the, <laughs> one. This is the fucking one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm watching the Mikhail Gorbachev pizza hut commercial though. All right. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Sorry, uh, Ryan. You're gonna have to cut this one up. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's all good. I always do. No, uh, leave all of this in. This is not good radio. I want them to hear. I want them to hear everything. Uh, Wait, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> I can't believe you hadn't seen that. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, really. listeners. Listeners, look up Hillary Clinton Sopranos parody. Please Jesus. do if you haven't seen it. You really got. So it. is is Hillary going to kill Bill? Wait, it, Hillary. It, the, the commercial makes no fucking sense. I swear, it's a campaign commercial too. I swear to God. <laughs> what what is so? What is the point? Are they going? No. Nope, nope. <laughs> No, no, it's it hurts to think of. So you <laughs> yeah, stop. Yeah, Don't Johnny Sachs just looks reason. at her like, "I'm gonna <laughs> fucking kill you, bitch." Also, by the way, the Gorbachev fucking pizza <laughs> commercial is a cinematic masterpiece. No fucking joke. I, I swear, even the fucking Cyrillic pizza outside at the oh end. Oh my god, I haven't watched it. Hold on, I gotta actually, amazing. I gotta pull this up on my phone because my computer's Wait, like, shitting itself. Like, did, did she think that this was going to beat like the Obama Yes We Can movement? Yeah, she fucking did. She really was going after 60-year-old white people the whole time. No, Rich, I hate to fucking break it to you. This commercial is explicitly to try and get your vote. You. <laughs> personally not even anybody else <laughs> it is not getting my vote i know because <laughs> like uh, i i feel like if obama did it, it would have at least been like somewhat funny because like listen obama is a monster but he had a sense of humor obama and he was personal monster it was like he i'm, I'm not gonna yeah lie. well he, 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 got, he had got... me fooled Oh, yeah, I was so excited. I worked on his campaign in 2008. Yeah, and then he drone struck teenagers. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I guess American I guess citizens I, on foreign soil. I, I guess I guess you can blame me for that. Sorry, everyone. Yeah, well, it's it's fine. Uh, how are we to know? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that good, good movie, everyone. Not really. It wasn't. It wasn't, and we just saved you from having to watch it. So you're welcome. Uh, this is this is why you listen to us. Uh, Ryan just finished the Gorbachev. Commercial. I did finish the Gorbachev commercial. That was Wild, beautiful, right? man. Cinematic man. It's so good. It's really good. <laughs> anyway, that is gonna do it for us for now. Outcast in the books. Next up, Lord of War. Uh, if 
uh, you are starving for content while waiting uh, for the next episode to drop, please give us a follow on uh, Twitter at cagefight underscore pod. Uh, give us a dollar if you like what we're doing to get uh, ad-free episodes. Rich, hit them with the link again. Um, the link is uh, hang. It's youtube.com and then you search <laughs> Pizza Hut Mikhail Gorbachev. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the link is patreon.com slash in a cage fight. Um, every dollar that you give us goes directly to um, building a new Berlin wall. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we do not have enough us. money for that yet. <laughs> look for us on Facebook. If you're a drunk uncle, uh, we're giving you no further direction from there. If you're supposed to find us, you will. Uh, and uh, of course, tune in next time where we'll be here same time same place uh giving you the full rundown on nick cage movies uh thank you for tuning in uh and as always dear listeners we appreciate you gorbachev gave us confusion gorbachev gave us pizza hut gorbachev gave us bye bye <laughs>